Alright, as well, with the fucking amazing shit, with some amazing host, which is me, and an amazing guest, we're about to get into who that is. This is Amaze Podcasting, and this is our first over-the-phone interview, so this should get pretty interesting. Alright, we're here. We're recording right now. What's good? Sorry. This is crazy. This is the first over the phone interview. So yeah. Alright, starting it off, you wanna tell the people what you're doing, what you got planned. Yeah, basically I got this clothing line I'm starting. Well not really starting, I'm just reincarnating it. My pops he started the shit back in the nineties, but he went to jail and all type of shit. This shit just, it popped, but it ain't really get the exposure it needed, I don't think. But like Timberland, Aaliyah, Missy Aaliyah, everybody was rocking it, but under the circumstances of him going away, he wasn't really able to, you know, turn up with it. Yeah, it didn't reach the full potential. Yes. Yeah, All right, so what made you um, want to start designing or get into and bring it back? Basically, I've always been in the clothes and shit, like, and art and everything like that. Like, even when I was younger, like, my mom would, like, get me toys and shit. I really wanted in the toys. Like, I wanted, like, New Balances and Jordans and shit no like that. Yeah, so, like, and then when my pops, when he got out of prison, he had, like, he had, like, started a whole new clothing line. It was called Trunks. It was like some basically like airbrush base, real like ghetto street shit. <laughs> like sure. I was, yeah, like I was into that shit. And then like Ibizu jeans and all that. Like, but I wasn't. I'm a short nigga. Like I'm five six. So like, I I wasn't really into like the baggy shit even back then. Like, but that's all my people's would give me. But. Even now, like, even back then, like, I would get my clothes fitted. Like, I would get them tailored and shit. So I've always been into, like, clothes and, like, embroidery and shit like that. Yeah. That's crazy. But, um, alright, so have you actually started, like, any ideas with the brand bringing it back? Oh, yeah, most of them are going back and forth with ideas and... I've been talking to him, trying to get, like, see where I want to go, because I've known Nick for, like, I'll probably say since I was 13, 14. Yeah, I've him since then, and he always been crazy with the fucking artwork. Like, that's why it's crazy to see him, like, getting the exposure he need now, because, like, I always, like, would hit him up, like, to draw some crazy shit for me, and I can draw myself, but I'm just lazy as a bitch. But, yeah. yeah, we've been we've been going back and forth with ideas. Like, I was just thinking some wild shit, and I can count on it to just, like, transfer it on paper. Like, I yeah. can just tell him exactly what I'm thinking, like, and it'll just come out the way I want it to. And it's important with that that you work with somebody that you knew for a minute because that chemistry, it just flows, not, it don't feel forced. Exactly, like... That's, that's exactly what. That's exactly why it worked out perfectly with Nick because it's like it ain't like a random nigga on the street that I'm just like pulling up and all this other shit. 
<laughs> yeah, just trying to start a brand just because. But, um, exactly. so just working and going through that process, what would you say is your favorite part of that so far? Really, like, the whole, like, idea portion of it. Like, working, working really with somebody else. Like, if I was doing it by myself, that shit would probably never get done. But I got Nick, I got Jake, both Jakes. I got Snake Shit Jake, and then I got my homie Jake. They always, you know, hitting me up, staying on my ass about, like, oh, get these shirts or fucking... What you, what's up with the line? I got Nick hitting me up, so it's always like that push because we get lost in regular day-to-day shit that we forget to chase our dreams and shit, you know? Exactly. And it's good having friends like that because those, uh, you could have, like, the littlest supporters, but they'll remind you to keep going and keep on track of what your real dream is. Exactly. Or, but, um, so I asked you that, your favorite part. Then, how would you even define fashion as, like, your definition of it? Because, you know, it's like so many people saying what fashion is, but what is it to you? Fashion to me, it had, the crazy thing is, fashion to me, it has nothing really to deal with even clothes or, like, anything like that. I feel like fashion starts from within. If you cool and comfortable in what you wear. And nobody can tell you, like, anything different about what you got on or make you feel any type of way than you want already. You fashionable, you know what I'm saying? Like, you rolling, like. Yeah, that's how I always felt, because, like, for me being in, like, middle school and high school, you know, like, early stages of high school and middle school, that's when people, like, start finding themselves for real. And, you know, that's, like, all the goth kids or whatever. I would just look at them and be like, think they're so cool because they just dress so differently than everybody else that they're comfortable with it. And, like, even me, that wasn't even, like, the type of style that I was into, but I just thought it was cool because they were comfortable with what they were doing. So, yeah, I really feel what you just said. And that, I thought the same thing because, like, me, I'm just, I just now started getting into skating and shit. But, like, when I was... When I was, like, in sixth grade, like, the skaters, a lot of the style nowadays, like, was considered cool. It either started from skaters or drug dealers. So it's like, I was on the, I, I was raised by dope dealers, so I was always around, like, that fucking, that fucking, like, scene and, like, clothing, you know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah. when I moved, when I moved from out the projects into, like, I wouldn't say, like, upper class, but, like, Better. middle class, yeah. upper middle class. A lot of the kids there was just, like, dressing, like, real skateboarders, and it was weird as hell. Like, that was my first time seeing, like, niggas using shoestrings to hold their pants. <laughs> like, you going from the hood where niggas is, like, fiending for Gucci belts to, like, going to the fucking suburbs where these kids got all this money and all they using is shoestring. Like, the shit was just a culture shock, for real. Word, that's all it was, too, because I went to two different middle schools, fucking just whatever the rappers were in, basically. Then I switched, and I started going to a school that was predominantly white, so everybody was skating and riding bikes and shit, so... Wearing vans, that's when I first got in all that shit for real. 
But yeah, the skate scene was always like cool with the fashion to me, especially like one of my biggest influences like is Terry Kennedy. Like not even no no like just skating shit, but just like as influence in general because the nigga like he didn't give a fuck with the hood nigga thought he just did his thing with the skating shit and that's basically how yeah. with the clothing shit because a lot of like niggas I grew up with is like ain't on no shit like me they on some real savage shit like on some demon shit like yeah. niggas doing 45 years in the feds they not they looking at me like I'm crazy I got wings on my shoes like <laughs> It's just, it's niggas, but they already know. They didn't know I was different. They didn't accept it that. Yeah, so they, something like that, you just realize from the start and just accept it. If you're a real genuine person, people don't accept you however you come. Exactly, and that's what, that's what I want to do with the brand. Like, back in the day, in the 90s when it first dropped, it was mainly for the street niggas, but I want to bring it back and merge it, you know what I'm saying, make it for everybody, because one of the, one of the promotion things my dad did when the clothing line first dropped, it wasn't, you couldn't buy any of the pieces, you had to be given the pieces, so it was like weird, but he had made 200, he had made 200 crew neck sweaters that was embroidered with the, the logo or whatever, and he had just went around the seven five and handing them out to random people like homeless people, old ladies in Walmart, fucking young kids in the neighborhood. And like before you know it, like you going around, you seeing all different age brackets with this crew neck on. But people, people was wondering what it was, you know what I'm saying? So just right. just that wild factor, like damn, like where can I get that? I see everybody with it, but I can't buy it. And I just want to bring that back because a lot of these brands, they die down so quick because the people who the crowd they're targeting is growing up and growing out of it. Yeah, they only have, like, one market. Exactly. That's why a lot of the cool shit don't last. Yeah, especially nowadays, it's like brands, they market towards the people who are, like, following rappers and trying to dress after rappers. So they're, they'll, like, endorse a rapper real quick so a whole bunch of people can buy it. But then after the rappers or whatever move on to something else, it's like they brand this guy with the trend. Exactly. So it's just like, what, what's next? Everybody wondering what's next. But if you got some shit that can withstand the color time, you can't lose for it. And... On that topic, the next question I was about to ask you was, how do you um, stay up to date regarding fashion? See, with that, it's like, you just, it's hard to stay up to date because you can get lost, really, because... So, I mean, like, um, like, according to your style, what makes you, like, you know, you want to switch it up every now and then, you want to throw in some new shit, what makes you do that? And what influences that? What influences, like, how I cycle, like, new shit into my daily wardrobe? Yeah. Uh, really, like, depending on whatever I get, for real, like, I ain't really too picky sometimes. Like, I don't really go nowhere. I'm really an old head, for real. So, like, some days, like, if I go to the grocery store, like, I'll just undead stock something just because, like, 
That's just yeah. how I do. Yeah, just to see how it looks with outfitter comes. Yeah, exactly. And like, I don't really dress to go out nowhere to impress for real, for real. Like, I just go out normal, do normal shit, like a a old head, like word. I feel that. But um, you told me that your dad um was started the brand. And he was doing, he was giving it out to all the people and stuff. That was a great way to, like, get that different market or whatever, or people just to know about it. But do you want to um, say something about your background that would influence the brand that, or how you're about to change it? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Like, I'm coming through with all different new vibrant designs. Because before in the 90s, like, everything was real, like, bold and, like, straight to the point. But with this, with me and with what I'm thinking about and with Nick, you know, transferring it on paper for me, and I'm also going to be doing my own designs with him, you know what I'm saying? It ain't just going to be him. He just, like, fucking... Helping you get the ideas down. Yeah, exactly, at first. But I'm, I'm sick with the pen, too. But basically, like, all the designs are going to be vibrant, and not one piece is going to be the same as another piece. So every piece you get, I'm going towards every piece being different in some way, type of fashion, whether it's like a tag or the lettering, how it looks, how it's embroidered on the shirt, not one piece is going to be the same. So every shit is unique. Everything is going to be unique. That's crazy. That's what we got. Damn, that's crazy. But, um... Like, I know niggas get tired of seeing people, like, if you buy something and somebody else got it, y'all fucking twinning and shit. Nah, because, like, with this, everything going to be different. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a great idea. Because, like you said, niggas, like, say you get on, you find some cool shit, but then it's like more, the more people find out about it, of course, the more people going to wear it. And then it's like, you don't even want to wear shit no more because you want to see it everywhere. Exactly, and it just to alleviate all that, just throw something different on it, you know what I'm saying? That shit going to cost a little bit more bread, but really, just, this is just for me, honestly, because I'm tired of putting money into clothing lines that ain't really shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, I'm yeah. tired of having to find something to wear. Exactly. It's like, it's like hard to find shit that don't be dumb bread that stands out to you, because, like, it's all the same. Exactly, niggas is just not cutting it. Word, but who, since we're talking about that and shit being all the same nowadays, who do you think the most influential designer is right now? The most influential designer right now, I would have to say, damn, that's hard, really. Cause I don't really look at it like that. I'm going to say for, like, right now, for today, this era, the most influential, hmm, fuck, that's a hard-ass question, for real. I'm going to say the last person I can think of that was very influential for my era that stood out to me from, like, I'm going to say from probably around, like, 2008 to 2000. 10, 11, I'm going to have to say Jeremy Scott. Word. I feel that. Yeah. 
Cause he was doing wild shit, and he just fucking he made the shit very awkward and different. Like he just changed it up with the street fashion, the fucking runway shit. I'm gonna say he was the most influential to me. Yeah, it was like everybody like just looking the same. And if you you could spot some Jeremy Scott shit on site. So it just, exactly. it, it just sparked, like, more people to be different and unique and just dressing day to day. Matter of fact, I'm going to say for right now, probably Virgil. Word? Why you say that, though? I'm going to say Virgil for right now because he's been working. Really, the V-Long shit, honestly, I feel like, they just trap Virgil in the basement and they make him do all the designs. That's <laughs> just me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like they be trapping Virgil and making him do all that shit. Yeah, because Virgil but, really is crazy. Yeah, Virgil is the mastermind by a lot of the fucking pastel designs. Yeah, like I was just about to that. say, um, I was just about to say, even before he even started putting his name on stuff for real, just working for Kanye. He's crazy. Yeah. It was cool to see him start working on some of his own stuff. Yeah, exactly. I'm still tight about them dropping the whole pirate shit and making it off-white. Because that shit, they lost me with that. Because it was like, what are you doing, my nigga? The pirate stripping shit was insane. Yeah, just the fact that it was called pirate. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the fuck? But they... Shit like that is wild to me because all they was doing was taking, like, champion tees, and that's what just really stood out to me because, like, before, when you're young, you're not really thinking about it, but really, like, when you paying for a brand, you paying for the name. Like, I would always hear that from the old heads, but I ain't really, like, give a fuck. But, like, now, like, when that happened, like, they literally ain't give a fuck. They left a champion brand and own it and was like, yeah, nigga, you paying $120 for a champion cheat. What the fuck you going to do about it? Like, <laughs> exactly. Or even, like, Kanye selling the um, tour tees with the guilt, the, uh, what's the name, John? For, the guilt like, tees. Yeah, for, like, 45 70 t-shirts. See, nigga, that's what I don't understand because it's like, nigga, y'all should have been knew that. Like, that's core merchandise, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's yeah, been like, doing this. Every rapper been doing this. Like, <laughs> even, like, with premium shit, they, um, use Hanks tees. Exactly, they, like... Like, all, like, all these brands, they get there, it's, like, factories to make, like, Hanks, it's Hanks, the Gilgan, then fucking, um, like, different brands, they factories, they make all these t-shirts, and you just buy them and make them in bulk, selling shit. Exactly. That's, that's what like all the brand style and shit. Yeah, style and all that. Yeah, so it's all the same brand basically. It's just you paying for the name of the different designer on the shit. That's what I mean. They making a killing. That's why I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like maybe down the line when I don't have no choice and I have to start mass producing shit. Like, because yeah. it's just getting insane. Because I can understand why. I mean, cream and all of them do it because it's like, who is going to actually sit there and, and take manufacture their own? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? They got the clout to do it. But I really want to start off with some quality shit, some shit you can feel and be like, oh, shit, nigga, what is that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
that's another thing why to get to the like high designer end of fashion because you have to have that quality or you're not going to get that respect as a high end designer. You can't just like, mass like, produce. Go ahead. Like the shit said, because really like the the clothes, like the the quality, like the like RAF shirts and all that, it's it's cool. But it's not durable. Like shit like that ain't durable. Like for example, my wife just washed my RAS tea and then put it in the dryer. That shit feel like a fucking paper towel right now. <laughs> that shit sucks. <laughs> I'm not I can't I'm looking clean. That shit sick, I'm sick. Um, that's sad, bro. <laughs> oh yeah. Alright, um, back to these questions though, so we just going. Um how would you describe your personal style since we're talking about this art shit now? I'm going to say my personal style is very, like, bold and, like, it's, like, I wouldn't say colorful because, like, my main color I wear is black. But it's yeah. definitely bold because, like, I'll have on, like, some all-black shit and then throw on some a pop of color here and there just to throw people off like but yeah I'm gonna definitely say my style is bold and I'm definitely like I'm gonna say streetwear but sometimes I'll like rock some designer shit but I'll wear some streetwear shit with it just to fuck people heads up you know what I'm saying like I'll wear some Marjellas with some Jabos and niggas would be like what the fuck Exactly. That shit is cool to me because you get that, like, say you just walking down the street, or me, I'm in school, so I'll just be in class, and I'll have on, like, some fucking true religion, like, long sleeve with some fucking ghost of shoes on. So niggas are like, okay, I like his shirt, but what the fuck is his shoes? <laughs> like... This nigga, and then that'll just help people, like, understand you can do what the fuck you want when it comes to yeah. the style and shit. You don't have to be, like, a third. Like, niggas automatically think all the hood niggas gonna be wearing that shit. Drug believing shit. But, like, that shit don't matter. You can wear whatever you want. Exactly. Like, and they don't even know, like, true religion started off with the white folks. <laughs> exactly. In California and shit. That's all, like, that's what, I mean, that's a whole nother topic on that, but, like, people be, like, on some, like, shit sometimes with, like, the whole, like, oh, white people taking this and they taking this. You know, me personally, I can't even be mad because I know it's a lot of stuff as black folks that we done took from the white man and just strong-armed it, and I'm glad because, like, what, what would we be without rap more? You know what I'm saying? Like exactly as far as fashion wise and dressing definitely, because it's like these people who had like these. Well, for one, they had the resources. They had more resources than we did from the start, of course. So of course they're gonna have like these crazy ideas of designing, and they're gonna be able to access them. So we're gonna have to take some of that shit. And I feel like that's what Kanye is doing. Like, Kanye is influenced by all these fucking crazy-ass designers and creative people. And, of course, they're white, so he's going to have to... Of course, they're white because they were the first ones to be able to do that because they had the resources and shit. They was able to get to that money quicker than we can. But then it's niggas like Kanye who's showing us we can get to that shit in the same way. Showing niggas the way. 
Exactly. So I really, so I don't see how niggas don't fuck with him for that. But, um. Pharrell, too. Pharrell, Yeah, too. Pharrell, Pharrell been doing it since he met on. Like, Pharrell just came on and showing niggas, you don't gotta be, you don't gotta be, like, a drug dealer and all this type of shit just to be cool. You could be yourself and get money and do cool shit. But, um, said that, where do you, um, where do you see yourself in 10 years with your brand in this period? 10 years with my brand, I see myself cooling with a fucking suit made by me, cutting phone. Yeah, like, I, that's why I see my brand in 10 years on some cutting song. I'm not really on a graphic tee, screen print shit, because honestly, I feel like that's dying down. Embroidery is the new and improved shit is coming back, you know? Yeah, so that's definitely. why I see my brand in 10 years. Me in 10 years, I say I see myself, like, in Cabo or somewhere, like, with the <laughs> long handles on. Yeah. <laughs> no socks. No socks. Oh, my. Fuck yeah. Um, uh, what would you say is the most challenging part so far about designer? The most challenging part about designing, I have to say, is, like, transferring it from my mind to paper yeah. onto a, a piece of clothing. That doesn't have to be my artist challenge because, like, in my mind, like, I have, like, battles within myself, like, oh, no, nah, nah, I ain't going to do that, scratch that, you know, because my, my whole thing is I want it to be perfect. That's why I've been sitting exactly. on that for so long because... I'm not going to half-ass it. I'd rather help somebody else with their brand and, like, help promote somebody else's brand and half-ass my own brand, you know? Exactly. And that's, like, oh just God. that um, that process of just getting it out your mind and putting it on paper is frustrating, especially when you're trying to get it perfect because if it don't come out how you've seen it in your head, it just, you just automatically get mad. Exactly. And if I'm not 100% happy with it, how can I expect somebody else to go and copy, you know? Exactly. That's important, too, because it's like these brands, they don't even give a fuck about the people who buy that shit. They just think, oh, somebody's going to buy it anyway, so let's just do some random shit. Exactly. Supreme, the number one <laughs> Exactly. But then Supreme, they are, like, the only people who you can respect for doing that because they've been doing shit for so long. And they just built up that respect for themselves. They could fucking drop a fucking what was that shit? Uh they dropped they was I seen some random shit in the preview. A brick. Yeah, they could fucking sell a brick to niggas. <laughs> <laughs> and niggas will buy it. So I, I heard the brick was to beat the nigga head, the eight nigga. I'm weak. That's funny. <laughs> That's too funny. They could fucking, yeah, they could do shit like that and give a fucking fortune cookie out for the free gift of the season. Yeah, like, Rick Dome, that shit sold out. That shit crazy. Just because they, they're supreme. But, yeah. Um, 
So, if it, is it any designers you will ever see yourself? Like, anybody in the world you will want to work with first or even want to work for? Uh, working for? Probably not, because niggas be Hollywood and assholes. Like, <laughs> Word. I don't really want to meet my idols, because I feel like I end up smacking them. But I have to <laughs> probably, like, if I could work with anybody clothing-wise, designer-wise, I say it have to be, I'm going to say Raz, probably. Yeah, Raz, That guy, like, he is so insane, bro. Like, the shit he's done is, in, like, you know everybody trying to dress like rock stars or whatever. And, like, this grunge, Kurt Bang type shit, like, bleached teeth and, like, baggy, ripped hole shit. But if you look at Raph's, like, archive and his collections, he was doing shit like that in, like, 2000, 2001. 1999, like, yeah, exactly. Like, like, this nigga has always been ahead of everything. But if I could bring any designer back from the dead to work with, it'd have to be Gianni Versace. Boy, oh, my God. Yeah, he, he is a fucking, he has a legacy. But why you say that, though? Because, like, his, the patterns and shit they was using, it was just like, what the fuck? Like, who is finding this shit? Like, even for back then, you know, it's the 90s, like, so for them to just be doing that in those colors, like, I just respect them off jump for even getting Tupac, getting all these stud niggas to wear this, like, homosexual shit, because that's really what it was based off of. Like, it's exactly. Like look. Yeah, even him, he was homosexual. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, that's one thing. That's another thing I don't get. It's like, niggas be, like, homophobic, but they they want to pair, like, Jeremy Scott. So, like, niggas should be homophobic, but they be talking about Versace, Versace, Medusa head on me. Like, <laughs> yeah. what did you tell you about? Like, most of these are ball mains and shit. Like, all these designers are gay. You can't, and but always, they want, it's crazy. They want all this shit, but they're, you gotta just come to that point where you realize sexuality doesn't matter. And it shouldn't influence your life. Exactly. Niggas just worry about the wrong thing. That's why I'm like, I can't let none of that stop me from getting no money, honestly, because all these designers are crazy. They got crazy minds, and they got a story to tell through clothes. And you can't let ju- you can't let judgment influence how you act towards somebody. If they're a genuine person, a real person, you can share ideas with them. Respect each other. There's no reason why how they act in their personal life behind closed doors should make you treat them in a different way. And niggas is just lost in the sauce. That's just just because somebody else telling them to be that way. That's all that is. Niggas is taught to be homophobic and shit for real. But um, anything else you want to say about the brand before we wrap this shit up? Nah, basically the shit really about to turn up. Fall, winter, be expecting some winter pieces. That's what we starting off with. And like, 
Versatile style, 2K16, man. Get ready for that shit. Where is this shit? I'm excited for how that shit's going to turn out, bro. I'm ready to see that shit. Oh, most definitely. You already know you got a piece coming your way, bro. Uh, I appreciate that, and thank you for letting me get this interview from you, bro. Nah, thank you, bro. I like what you're doing, man. The podcast is wavy, man. Keep this shit going, man. Sorry, I appreciate it, bro, but we're going to end the shit here, though. Yeah, bro, I'll holler at you. Sorry, bro. Uh-huh.